need a Dorium. Just don't do it. Don't. Please. We don't need him. Why? God damn it. What? If you were gonna try, if you were trying to make a joke, you should have had like another part of your joke. No, the the, the you joke had a punchline. You you were the punchline. You missed the punchline. We were both going to scream. No, don't do it. Do it, and then you're gonna immediately start then reading it. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. Funny. This episode is sponsored no, 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 by no, Balloon. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we can try it again next episode. Uh, we have three questions to answer: two from Zwei and one from Ben. So we are gonna. Uh, knock out our little intro thing really quick, or I'm gonna do it, and then and then we'll just get we'll just yeah. get rolling. Uh, this question, this episode is pretty much entirely going to be fueled by user user submitted. Oh my god! Wow. What the fuck? I'm only on two beers, dude. You're hard. I'm <laughs> I, all this all this all these fucking dick pills. Yeah, just sucked all the blood out of my brain. It sucked it from one head, put it in the other. Can it do that? Can it? Yeah. Your brain's like a sponge. Your dick's like a sponge. They're the same. Yeah, but it doesn't go like drain straight down. Yeah. Do you know how blood Does it works? Like thin it out. No. <laughs> it just go you only ever head? have blood in one part of your body at any time. Your heart just pumps it so fast you can't like isolate it. But if your heart were to ever stop, and all your blood's like in your head, then you have a stroke. It's not because I only piss blood. You only piss blood. Well, that's oh. that's fine. That's your body letting out the excess blood when yeah. it's there. Like the humors. The humor. blood, you gotta get the humor. blood is Correct. leaving uh, weakness, leaving the body. Uh. Blood is weakness, leaving the body. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut out my burp; it was good. I'm not cutting out nothing. No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. If you're pissing blood, that's a good thing. All doctors would say that they're that it's not, but that's because big pharma. They're paid off by blue chew. <laughs> they're paid off by blue Jeez. chew. They're paid off by the the fine folks over the fine gentlemen over at Blue Chew. I, I do want to get a Blue Chew sponsorship. It'd also be cool to get like a Bad Dragon sponsorship. I just want to get oh, all, that's the dildos. That's the dildo. That's the, that's dildos. the animal dildo. I forgot one. about that. I don't want a single sponsor that has anything to do with tabletop role playing. Wow, that's great. Wait, so like, wouldn't that be funny? What kind of do they do? Like, I guess they do dragon <laughs> stuff. So is it is it like also other? Oh, oh yes, oh yes. Where is it sold from? Dragon, uh, Arizona. It's uh, does Arizona legalize dragon sex? <laughs> no, but they should legalize dragon sex. Legalized everybody, dragons. Well, legalize dragon that sex. Means they legalize other stuff. What is that like a slippery slope thing that you're kind of theorizing? Like, well, like how do you how do you make those models? <laughs> uh, I that's actually a very do they just go? That's, that's a great like, question hey, and hey, a very concerning one. Hey, actually, you know, like, there's like an animal running around. I never thought about. And that. then they go, ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> but they scare a boner out of them. Yeah. <laughs> they no, just give they them blue chew. No, no, like a like a, like a dentist that does it. There's in just teeth. a guy. There's just a guy in a fedora, like a fucking like like total brony con looking motherfucker, just chasing around a fox in a wildlife yeah. enclosure with a fucking plaster mold. Like, yeah, come here. That's what I'm saying. Come here, my foxy friend. Come con- here. It can't be consensual. I mean, someone's <laughs> making a model. I think most of them are are designed, Matt. Really? I I'm pretty sure they. I would don't have think to they're be. running up on animals yeah, and molding their cocks. Their cocks. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that like, wants to be censored on this. They also got flashlights I'm, too. They got like cheese. You think they're just like pouring blaster to like wait, a so, asshole? <laughs> How would they get a dragon <laughs> cock? <laughs> those don't even. That was their first one. Those don't even exist. No, but it, it's from a mold of like another animal. 
No, oh, I don't. Like I'm, what's like lizards? I would guarantee that's not how that works because they've been around for like a long time, and I think the FBI would have fucking locked them all up what? by now if Matt, they're chasing animals what lizard's around. What cock is big enough to look <laughs> yeah, like a that's dragon? That's a great question. You just, you just scale it. Did you think all dildos? <laughs> you think all dildos are just like literally someone's penis? <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> Some of them are, but not Some, all of them. Like, yeah. porn, like the, the porn stars will literally make molds yeah. and then have fleshlights. It's know, not all of them. There's kits you could buy to make dildos of your penis. Yeah, that is true. We should get those guys as a sponsor. So, like, but do they invert <laughs> them, too? Do they in what? I'm sorry. <laughs> invert them? Well, because they make pocket pussies. Do they make <laughs> what? They don't pockets? just invert the dick. <laughs> They make a pussy or do a fucking. Make, do they make dragon pocket pussies? Yes. <laughs> you, I, I either, I'm gonna blow your fucking. Are you oh looking at? I was god. gonna say I'm gonna blow your fucking mind with this. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Dragon what? Bad Did dragon. You, let me go to my incognito. Oh my! All right, <laughs> it's your device on your I Wi-Fi. Know you hate that. I love it's it. so fucking stupid. I, know, I, know, I love that you hate that. But no one will know. No you one will know. know. I I'm pretty sure. That if I love how they used to say incognito. Uh, it can't prevent someone from behind you. I love when you read that in the middle yeah. of the night. There's just some guy who's like, oh, I had it on incognito mode. Yeah. How could that guy it see? Literally I'm out the porn in the library. For people behind you, it's like creepy. You're like, no. you always had to look. <laughs> Kept you on edge. It's not working. It does. What it's do you not, mean it's not working? I can't reach it. That is not, not the right... It's what? not long enough. I looked at Bad Dragon. Google it. Okay. I usually use incognito to look up really stupid questions. Do you just go... When you're... <laughs> when you're looking for Bad websites, do you just go to whatever it is you want to find dot com? Yeah. <laughs> it's usually right. Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. So this is Bad oh Dash God. Dragon, so I was pretty close. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Wearables. What the hell? Is that a conch shell? Yeah, you, no, a conch shell. <laughs> you put them over your dick. You make your Echo. dick look like a horse dick. That's how it works. John TM. What? Oh, yeah, they have trademark. They have their, like, award winning. They have iconic characters like Pathfinder. Why does it have a hole in it? Why does it have a hole? So you can in wear it. it. And no, then, oh, the hole in the end, so your cum can come out the other end. Oh. No, I thought the whole thing had a hole in it. It goes hot. Yeah, you wear it. What? What are you talking about right now? I have to introduce. Look, Matt's on sex 101. I got to start doing sex 301. If I'm going to explain these things to him, maybe we should continue. I studied. I'm still maybe running. Ad, I'm still running advanced second edition. Yeah, advanced second edition. Yeah. <laughs> look. I, I you still wear them. I thought they're just dildos. There's, there's, <laughs> there oh, are many things. There are many there devices. There are many things. I, when we are done recording this episode, I will tell you a lot of things. It's on sale. It's on sale. <laughs> no, you I say what's on sale? What's on sale? We. Sh I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Before we talk more about yep. all of this, I'm just gonna do the intro things. This, uh, the the content of this episode will be entirely taken from user comments, except for the. Uh, aforementioned a conversation. <laughs> I I forgot they made the most. They made feet. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I like how it has an exoskeleton version. 
It's as big as a can. <laughs> See? <laughs> they have this. I've seen. I've seen the soda can comparisons. Do you just like. Did you show him that? In the foot. Show him the. Yeah. No, it goes up your ass. Yeah. No, you shove the foot. I fucking clean those. I can't. You boil it. Stop interrupting me. I I don't want to talk about this anymore. Go ahead. I'm Everything except for the 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 conversation up to this point will be generated from user-submitted questions. You can submit your own question. It's $6 per question or comment. We'll answer your question on the show. We'll read your name. It'll be great. You send $6. Uh, (laughs) Go to wrongroom.net. There will be a link to support the podcast that goes to our coffee, and you could donate there. Then... My tabletop role playing game, Track Marks, is available for. <laughs> Stop showing! It's getting bigger! No, see? Mini? Yes, I know! Why are you showing me? Show Casey! Don't show me! I'll close the website. I'm trying to be quiet! Uh, as I'm just being. I'll close the website. My game got published! Buy it! Biocosmo, B-Y-L-E-C-O-S-M-O dot com. Physical stuff will be available through Exalted Funeral soon. Check the site for the link, six ninety nine for the PDF now. Thank you so much for the applause. Man, I do not want to spend any longer talking about Dragon Dicks. I closed it. Uh, thank you. So I saw dogs, though. There are... <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they got those ones? That's what I'm saying. They got some chick to do it. You know? No, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. They could have. Jar of Fucking peanut butter. Christ. You know, people, there is a, every once in a while, you see in the news and you're just like, damn, you could have been in a wrong friends group. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would do if one of you was like, yeah, I have sex with my dog. You know what? We're, we should. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all just book. We should probably, you know, I'll, I'll, look, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just saying, it's easier to have a mold of something. I they don't do. You know what? It's I feel not. like really quick. I should it's not. I, I think I have to make a disclaimer really quick <laughs> that we are not saying that the people who run Bad Dragon are zoophiles. We are not saying no, that. No, they just distribute it. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> not that either. Okay. They also don't do that. <laughs> They also don't rush, sneak up on animals and quickly don't, mold their dicks. They also don't go to the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in the middle of the night. You know, hop the fence. This sounds chase like an if, ostrich if around. I was working there, I would have a bad week. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. Because <laughs> I would probably be like, I guess I know what I'm doing. What are what? They're like, go out and advertise. Just, I'm like, yeah, well, I'll grab a mold. You just got, just got like a briefcase of fresh mold material. Yo, you run up and yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easier if you just get the whole animal. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, no. Well, you have to scare them. You're fucking, in, you're fucking spinning a sign shaped like a dick. Well, I, I work at an animal rescue place. Yeah. <laughs> that great. This is, <laughs> this is foul. Yeah. <laughs> Joke over. Not, I don't want to get sued. Question one. Harris Bad Dragon. Question one. This is gonna be cut out. The, it? No, it's I, it's not. No. All right. I have other things. Don't to fucking no. <laughs> no. Don't you dare. Don't now say something that I have to fucking censor all of this. All right. From Zwai. <laughs> Great question. Uh, what was your? <laughs> I'm a fucking. <laughs> Maybe I should censor you. 
Maybe you're fired. What do you think about <laughs> that, huh? Maybe you're fired. I want you to read the question. Yeah, I get to make 20 bucks a month. Yay! Actually, it'd be 15. Uh, it'd be divided between the two of us. Yes, boss. So pay for the... Uh, yeah, because the first $12 always goes to the subscription for yeah. the podcast host. True. I was saying great questions earlier because I know it was good. Question one. What was your first experience with tabletop role-playing games like? I don't know how much of this we actually talked about on the podcast. It was a Pokemon role-playing game. That was your first one? Mm-hmm. It was with that one guy, right? No. No, this was a Pokemon, like, at Barnes & Noble, before they ever sold D&D or anything, there was a little... It was a story booklet set with also some, like, basic D6s. It was a D6 sort of system, except it worked completely the same for stats, just playing D&D, basically. It was but Pokemon? you were a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. That was my first. It was a board game? It was not a board game. It was a narrative game. What was it called? I've got no idea. What the fuck? I think it was sold in Canada. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I got no idea. I, I have literally never heard this story, so please go off. That was it. That's it. So who'd you play it with, though? My dad. That's cool. That's kind of fun. It was just at Barnes & Noble or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Before that, seeing Wizards and Warriors when I was like four or five. Because the only fucking tabletop role-playing games for Pokemon that I know about are like the... There's a there's like two really big fan-made ones. This wasn't like an official thing, I don't think. This was legit like a narrative book that you could just run yourself. It would DM for you. Oh, like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Not a choose-your-own-adventure because it still had game mechanics and character sheet building. You got to figure out what that is. You need to see if your dad has has it still. No. No, that's no, that's gone. When 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 did you Different buy this? House. When did this I didn't happen? buy it. I was, well, when I was did like, you get this? Probably when I was like four or five. So what, like twenty or so? Huh. Okay. Shit. Well, now I mean that sucks because I've never I never knew that. It had I to be like 2000. It had to have been. I always thought that your first tabletop role playing experiences was with you, was you and that guy 86. playing D anD. D. No. No. That wasn't my first. Mm. You never forget your first. Yeah. Well, Pokemon. I forgot my first. <laughs> so you played as Pikachu? No, you, you played as... <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. I'm asking questions. You played as, as a, a Pokemon, Pokemon trainer. trainer. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, this is just... This is a fucking train wreck. How many wreck. Pokemon did you get? It's always the second one. It's always a I don't fucking remember. train wreck. <laughs> what was your first tabletop role playing game you played? Oh, game. Uh, might have been just high school. I don't know. Well, I, I guess your it. first experience. Did you? Is there your first TTRPG experience different from your first TTRPG game? Because I, I somehow don't think that's. I might have been there. Might have been there. No, I was playing with uh, a friend, and he gave me a uh, magical lightning sword, and I was like, "I'm a bard. Why do I have a lightning sword?" And he goes, "I just give everybody that." <laughs> but like before that, I don't remember having a D and D experience. That's awesome. It's like playing an MMO and like you fucking like open. You know, you get your dailies or whatever. You get like you log into World of Warcraft after forever, and there's like all these free items. Yeah, I start with a character that I was like, wait, I'm a bard. What am I doing with a, with a May- an enchanted plus three sword? Maybe we should go with our actual first 
long-term TTRPG game because my first TTRPG experience was like multiple failed or solo sessions of like D&D 3.5 and that's nothing to write home about either. So, or me just picking apart AD&D, like my dad's AD&D books and like just learning and building dungeons and shit. So maybe we should actually talk about our first game. Because I feel like, would we, okay, here's an interesting question. Did we all, I guess maybe not you, well, I guess it counts. Did we all have our first TTRPG experience before we played our first game? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. No. What was your first exposure to TTRPGs then? Is that kind of what you're saying? Is that it's like some fucking... So that would have been your first exposure technically, right? Technically. Technically. The strong point would have been Neverwinter Nights. Oh, that's true. You played that I, a fuckload. I played Neverwinter Nights before I played D&D. But not like online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like hurt my leg one time and I was just sat at home and I was like, I got it from the library. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. And actually. immediately I, I I found cheats in it and then I was level 20 in the beginning. Yep. That's, that fucking rules. I was like, well, this, is not, this is not a hard game. <laughs> <laughs> this game is easy. 20, that's not even a high level. It's like, what am I supposed <laughs> to do? And I got bored really quickly and I just played, I just messed with play, making characters. Yep. Because that game has like a super, actually it was the second game. But it wasn't the first game, it was the second game. But there's tons of options. Mm. You're like, how should I even make a character? So yeah. many options. That, it, it was really interesting because you'd be like, oh, I, I, I'm going to play this wizard. And you're walking around and you're like, oh, I, there's this really cool sword for a fighter. What the hell? I'll just make a fighter then. And then you go get the sword and you keep playing. And you're like, whoa, what's this really cool book for a wizard? Like, I, I didn't yeah, understand I'll make a any, yeah. like, the theory of the what it was built in that game. at all. So I was constantly making characters, just going, "What? What the hell?" You're like going Paragon on Pass. Here? Holy Man, shit! That's a hell of a way to introduce uh, to encourage multiple playthroughs. Yeah, that's or you just true. never get past the beginning because you keep making characters. Yep, that which is very much a new TTRPG player problem. I remember making all sorts of characters, all sorts of games that last for like one session that were intended to be long term, and then it just didn't fucking work out. Still happens relatively recently. Still happens nowadays. Oh yeah, I, mean, I always just make one long character no matter what game. But it was a, the video game had so many options. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but like it was revolutionary. After that, I only would make like three characters. Mm-hmm. I just keep using them, whatever scenario. Makes sense. I guess yeah. my first experience was like, I mean, going through all the AD and D books is kind of what got me into my career because I really liked all the tables and I was learning all the rules and I was doing dungeon procedures, doing all this. Yeah. So I was doing all this shit without even playing the game. But like, I felt like I was. I mean, at least as intimately. I was like 12 trying to read Gygaxian fucking English, which is just fucking impossible. It's still hard to read that nowadays as someone who writes for like a living. But yeah. that, that always, I'm always remember those, those years of just doing shit on my own with these books because that kind of inspired a lot of stuff in my life. But I'm not sure I would, my first game, I don't know. I guess it would have been something in fourth edition. I don't know what else it would have been. I don't remember the first time I ran. There's like a gap in my knowledge about like like one what would be the first game I ran because I know there was a definitely probably a few games in there that just didn't work, you know. Yeah. How how the fuck it makes you think how the fuck did we get here? I, I ran, ran I, a, I ran my first long form game that I was in. Yeah. I saw my my dad run it once, and then like four or five months later, I was like, we just started a game and I ran it until like five weeks in and he's like I want to try DMing and I'm like I don't know he's like let me try it and then he did and I was never allowed to be DM again I see yeah yeah that yeah 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 yep 
That was with who? That was with Sam. Yeah, it was Sam. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking about for yeah. it being your first one. Yeah. That was the first um, major actual at a table with the books and dice. It's cool. Shit, I remember shit. when I wanted to run, I was like, hey, Casey, what do you think? And he goes, I don't want to help you. I was I was overloaded. Yep. We started a club that the year before when I was a like is a freshman or sophomore? Sophomore. Um had like nine members. Uh mm-hmm. we had for like fifty or sixty people showed up at the very first like event. Fuck. That's a lot and to then, handle. And then like thirty of them stuck around. Yeah. A lot of them stayed, yeah. I had the same experience in high school because I ran the RPG club in high school and it was like, we had a lot less than 30 stick around, but it was still like 12. We only had like, you know, two or three people that really knew how to run the game. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think what sucks about those early clubs is like when you don't have a full understanding of how to like, even when you're a kid, you're not going to be fully like able to socialize well either. So like everything gets kind of tainted by... The rules interpretations and the personalities of whoever is actually like oh yeah in Certainly. charge you know um, because I mean and then and then the college club was I guess the next big thing after that so it sounds like clubs were kind of our big you know our big jumping off points for the most yeah. part yeah 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 cool basically well <clears throat> and then I, I ran a game where Casey stabbed my main villain and kept him. And yep. then another game kept him. Where I kept him. I, I destroyed one of mean? Case's characters and they got mad at me. Yeah. Mm. He dropped a roof on me. That's funny. No, after that. Oh. No, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he dropped a roof on me trying to kill me. Uh and then another one that he he came up to me and was like, right, I've got this really cool idea for adventure. Your character's really important. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I want to know everything about it. So I told him everything about it. He's like, okay, cool. You're gonna really like this. And then it got to the end. <laughs> <laughs> got to the end, and I'm like, we're like, it. we've played through like four, three or four sessions, like two, maybe two sessions of, of this whole thing. And I haven't seen my character the whole time. And the main bad guy showed up and was like, Ah, I've got this immortal armor. Uh, I just needed to use this guy to, to do it. And he just, he's, <laughs> and he's, he's like a drained yeah. husk. Yeah, like, he just, <laughs> yep. He's like, he's like you're away. really going to love this. I skinned this. <laughs> you know Theon Greyjoy? I did that to this to your yeah. character. Don't you love it? Yeah, I yep. love it. Well, because his thing is like, my character's immortal. There's nothing you can do about it. You could literally can't cage him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I did. So then you're like, oh, I did it. I tortured him I forever. Did. He's like, dead. He's, he's dead. dead. The, the me capturing the vampire, that was just because I of a lucky item I had. No, I told you because I was like, that's about vampires. And you're like, oh. And then you got it. <laughs> you, literally, you literally used it because I mentioned it. <laughs> it's something Ostap would have. He's from no, Ravenloft. You literally used it, my mentioning something against me. No, it's what Ostap would have. No. It was specifically like, is incorporeal objects you stab, and then he's like, this is turning into a real tower situation. You know, (laughs) this tower's been around forever. The tower's always been there. It was either Ensign or Zwei. I think it was Ensign who brought this up. Ensign, like, he he went through our entire, like, podcast, and he's like, you guys keep referencing a dark times (laughs) and then not elaborating on it. It gives a really sinister bent to the fucking thing. Listen, this this podcast has lore. Yeah, but I would... That's all you need to know. But I would only argue with Casey for, like, maybe a week at most. Yeah. Yeah, ours went on for fucking... a long time. I always, I always, was a while. It was like a year, dude. Like, at the time, I would Jesus usually tell Christ. them exactly how yep. I felt at the time, and then I would go or do something. Which, I mean, you were 
I mean, we already talked about that, like, but it's like, yeah, fully justified oh, in, yeah. in what you did, fully justified. And I was just there. It'd be like, hey, yeah, I left you, I left you a sparkling ices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah, I'm I'm really happy we're. Cause I, know, I, st- I still feel so fucking bad about that. There's dude. another time where I left because <laughs> uh, Casey got it. mad at me. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm literally justified in this situation. I left. <laughs> and then he definitely, I think, I don't know if he texted me. He was like, yes, you were justified in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, was I around for that or was that before no, me? Before yeah. Was I remember leaving and I was like, you're going to regret this. And then he did. I don't think I've had a single. I'm usually I, pretty I, self-aware when, I, I, when that stuff happens. I don't think I have a single friend I haven't fought with. I feel like well, maybe you're you. the problem, huh? <laughs> <laughs> damn! Both of you just fucking came in on me like like. No, oh, I didn't say anything. I said, "What is? What have I ever fought with you?" You came in on you came in on me like a like the fucking guy chasing the animal with the plaster mold. But yeah, <laughs> sorry uh, if I was sing. too cocky. <laughs> too cocky, huh? <laughs> too, too cocky. Uh, was Don't that a joke? That. I don't. That get was it. the joke. Don't scrape that. Okay. Don't scrape that. Don't be a dick. Uh, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> this sucks. Don't scrape that. Oh my god. Um, what was I saying? Uh, I don't think we've actually ever been in a yeah, fight. Yeah, I literally had a conversation yeah. with you like, uh, like last year about like some serious stuff, and I was like, I don't think I've ever, uh, yeah, fought with you specifically. We have gotten deep. I feel like maybe maybe I'll extend it to not necessarily fighting, but like getting real with people. And sometimes with, me, with some people, depending on the circumstance, that involves yelling and screaming. But not with know. me. Not with you. Yeah. I've gotten deep with you. Yeah, but not like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, we never fought about anything. No, I, I don't think so. No, I'm not that type. But I, I, I have plenty of my friends who I've gotten in, like, you know, screaming matches mm-hmm. and shit with. I mean, you wouldn't want to get in a fight with them either, because as we <laughs> voted, you would kill us. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to do that. I just wouldn't do that. I, I think it's I'd probably be self, I'm pretty self aware when that things happen. Yeah. I mean when's the last time you see me angry? Your mind is like a, a, a thesaurus. Thesaurus? Yeah. You're pretty self aware oh, when under heavy months of We're calling back to previous episodes. I'm just gonna yeah. move on to the next fucking Like question. when the fire happened, uh, like last year. Like you were like running around the house. Oh that fire. and I was just like, yeah. Hey, let's get our stuff and I didn't even care about anything else. I was yeah. just like I, I knew the situation. I was like, everyone get something and get out of the house. You're you're a rock. You're the rock, Matt. Not like Dwayne the Rock, but the rock. Uh, I wish I had that money for that. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so why again? Because he's actually going to be running his first session Thanks. sometime soon. <laughs> I always push the wrong button. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Thanks, dude. Man, so I love that. It's like, thanks, your your question's a fucking joke. You're a no. joke. See? Nice way to treat a guy who gave us money. Didn't work. No, I'm, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to apply. There has never been a time when That's we haven't the used. There's never been a time when we have when we've used the soundboard. We haven't had to hit every single button. Yeah. <laughs> don't label it because it's 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 it would be it would ruin the joke. Yeah, it comes with something to label with. I'm not going. There. That's so fucking funny. Great. Um, but uh, no. So he said he's he's gonna be running. My my audio sounds different. Did you? Fuck something but up. you do. 
I, it sounds different in my headphones. You fuck something up? Maybe a drink is like getting into you. No, I've had two and a half beers. Right, so you're going to be filling it more through time. I'm fat. It literally just happened. <laughs> yeah. When you were fucking around with <laughs> you stuff. You were touching something and I heard something? it too. I didn't. I don't think I did. Whatever. Anything. We can normalize it. Audacity does that. Why? Stop hitting buttons. Stop, stop touching things. No, it got all louder. Was... It did? It got louder. I can turn it down. If you wouldn't mind turning out my headphones, thank you. You are... That's perfect. I did... That's great. Okay. do anything. Yes, you... Oh, you know what? Maybe I am going insane. <laughs> I literally didn't do anything. That I was actually, about to do it. That didn't, affect, that didn't affect me. Swy is about to run his first session... And he was going to use Into the Odd, and he said recently he might use track marks instead if only because he's played it with me, you know, a couple times. Uh, but as a new person who's running stuff for the first time, no matter what it is, what advice would you give to a person GMing for the first time? Get out where you can. That's a great piece of advice. Get out where you can, yeah. That's actually yeah. perfect. You're going to forever... Once you GM... I, like, well, you were talking about with the club. Once you know how to play the game, once you once you have any more knowledge than anyone else about the game, yep. you're in charge forever, whether you want it or not. Typically. Uh, have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Usually, definitely, like, uh, definitely notice... I mean, you said last time, like, reading adventure enough for, like... Even if you feel like you're like having some stage fright, if you know the adventure, that's really the worst part about it. It's like a character will do something, and then you'll be like, "Oh, damn! I didn't think about that." But if you read the adventure enough, mm-hmm. you'll know the through line, and then you immediately bring it back up. There is so much stuff out there about like like l- the lazy dungeon master comes to mind. A lot of storytelling games come to mind that are like, you don't need to prep. Just run it. Yeah, but even them, I read and, those. They say yeah. those are people that have run it long enough Well, that not, you don't need to prep. Not necessarily. There's plenty of resources that are advertised, and I think it's to get money out of hmm. Game Masters, which is literally like, hey, you know, uh, buy my thing, and you'll never have to prep again. Easy prep. Run this game. You don't have to prep. All this stuff. Do the fucking work. Yeah. It makes you feel so much better. It it feels so much better. Things are so much consistent or so much smoother. I'm doing nothing but running pre-written stuff right now, and it's been fucking great. Yeah. It's been a relief. I, I think I talked about a couple episodes ago that it's like, I'm really happy that I'm actually, like, really focusing on prep for I feel like is the first time ever, because either I was too lazy or too overconfident. Mm. And that's not to say mm. I didn't have really successful games improvising. I obviously did. But, man, it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. When you Maybe. have no foundation, it's fucking exhausting. If yep. you can write everything out first and have a really good script and a really a really good content in mind, or you're just stealing from a bunch of, of different things or one big thing, it's worth doing the reading. It's worth doing the prep. Yeah, having a good feeling of the story. Yeah. Even my, if it's your own. My advice mm-hmm. is first game, be high energy. Be high energy as yeah. much as you can. Try and make... It, the ab- most absolute fun in the first 20, 30 minutes. That kind of goes and back... And the game will typically carry itself. That kind of yeah. goes back to the Ur game episode where we were t- where you were talking about basically like what you need to run an RPG and it's all like smoke and mirror shit. Yeah. As long as... You're right. As long as you can... That first 15 minutes, I'd say, you can get that buy-in, mm-hmm. you're gold. It, it takes 30, maybe... And sometimes for, it might take a full hour for like... If yeah. you're playing with brand new people, yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, yeah, that's yeah, because they don't know. But I mean, you're you like you said, your best games was from like toddlers. 
Not toddlers. Oh. <laughs> they, were like, they, were, they were like 13, 14. They were like middle school, high school. Toddlers and they were, now, yeah. Yeah. I DM'd a game for them, and they'd never played, and they weren't paying attention like most of the time until someone killed a goblin, and then she realized that she can inflict pain in the world. <laughs> and I saw her eyes like turn, and she's like, hold on, guys. We got to take this seriously. That's cool. And, 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 oh, that's cool. And then cool. suddenly everyone's wow. bought into the game. That's fucking sick. It was really cool. It, it's like I, I saw a line that it's like, remember you're you're running a party. Yep. Get music, get snacks, have high energy, have like, you know, have little little fiddly things and little fun things and do the voices if you want, as long as you know, you don't want to be a shitty party where people are standing around the, yeah. the Kool-Aid staring at each other. Like, you know, if people are having fun, then the fun kind of makes itself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Unless they like bring their girlfriends with them. Which is or, common. Do not yeah. allow people to bring their significant others. To oh, the game. they will. They won't tell you. But yeah. d- but tell them no. That's what that's what I did. Dealt with a ton in high school. Yeah, same. I I made some. There was only one player that was successful at it. He'd be making out the entire time. I, yeah. I remember I'd go, yeah, during his turn and yeah, just be ready. I I feel like that. I feel like as we get older, that advice matters less. But back in high school. <laughs> that was that, especially because it's like, oh, these people are dating for two months or yeah. something like that. Yeah, having your SO over the game was fucking. Even college was uh, to an extent was. Nowadays, it's like I feel I feel like people have matured and mellowed out enough that it's not a big deal. But, um, no love, only game, nerd only. Yeah. Um. Well, you're there for that, you know. You're there for that thing. Yeah, it's, don't it's just read. Yeah. It, it, I, I, yeah, I, I do. It does drive me crazy when. I have something to like talk about, <laughs> but when people are there and you're running the game and they're not there, for, they're clearly not there for the game. No, it's like, you know, shit or get off the pot. It's like we could not play the game. That's fine. You're not gonna hurt my feelings, but fucking, yeah. What's gonna hurt my feelings if I waste four hours trying to entertain all of you doing something you don't even want? I mean, I made someone you know? cry from that. I was like, "Are you gonna fucking play the game?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is and so she got based. sad from it. But I was like, "Dude, I, you're literally not playing the game." I told, yeah. I told Why off, really? I told off my girlfriend yeah. in high school because she was all hanging off me and stuff while I was trying to DM. Yeah. And I'm like, "Listen, I'm not your boyfriend right now. I'm the dungeon master. I don't have time for that your fucking- entertainment." I have to make sure everyone's having a good JC time. JC does have a very that is he, he has a based. persona specifically for D. <laughs> you D&D. do, and and I mean you take that role seriously. I feel like a lot of people might, you know, even your girlfriend at the time might look at us like, oh, we're just playing like a stupid game, like it's Monopoly or something. It's like there's a there's a lot that goes on. There's a lot of pressure to make yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, because you have to think about narrative. You're, you're like on a stage. Vibe. That's why it's yeah. annoying. You're literally just on a. It's stage. performance. It's public speaking. Yeah. That's everyone, I, everyone woke up. They came in early on the day that they didn't have to come in early for. Mm-hmm. We got two and a half hours to play. Yep. I don't got time for yeah. your sh- shenanigans. We don't have time for shenanigans. I honestly, I, I kind of going off of that, I feel like the better you are <laughs> at public speaking, the better you are at GMing. I would almost recommend yeah. maybe as part of your prep before you run your first game, literally look up public speaking tips. Yeah. Be a compelling Or just go speaker. out on the, the, the sidewalk and start, you know, espousing whatever you want as yeah. loudly as possible. Yell, a, yell like a homeless guy. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't listen to Matt. Do the cool, <laughs> dangerous thing. <laughs> you know, pub, public speaking courses or that. You, know, you got you mm. got a wide range of options. I mean, you're there. just being a storyteller. Just take the take the cusp of a storyteller. Yeah, tell yourself a story. Uh, go, huh, you're, that's you're, pretty good. You used to be, you're in a, you're, you know, you're surrounded yeah. by your tribe and there's a fire and then you're entertaining them for like 
five hours yeah. about the long things on of Gilgamesh. And on and on. And on just and take on. the reins of the storyteller. I feel like, and I, I was this is what I was going to say originally, but I feel like it kind of ties a lot of this together, which is just use common sense. If people at the table don't look like they're having fun, change things so that they're fun. Yeah, rule of cool. Yeah, rule of cool it. If people are Ooh. like, if people are like, you know, if you're running a game and the rules say something should happen and it should prevent this cool thing someone did, did avoid that. The the hard rule stuff when you're really into it, I feel like is for people who are all here to like really play the game. Like, of course, I care that the rules are being followed, and I think in general we do kind of care because we've been doing this a really long time. We've learned a lot of systems. We're invested in this sort of thing. There needs to be some sort of integrity to these to this long-term yep. thing. But if you're just running for the first time, what's more important is that people are having fun and that they trust you. And so sometimes that smoke and mirror approach where it's just I'm using common sense, I'm using performance skills, I'm running a party – that can be way more important for your first couple campaigns than any of the rest of it. Yeah. When you're running yeah. for grizzled grognards, that's way different than when you're running for new people yeah. for the first time. I mean, I think I've always had like a pride thing, which is like an early D&D thing. Or not a D&D, but early storyteller, which is you want your you, you basically want to railroad it because you see them doing a certain thing. Well, And you, you, yeah. you need to let them tell the story and not you. I think when you're mm-hmm. first starting out, you're mm-hmm. like, this is... Because it's literally like, I've spent all this prep, especially if it's a uh, non-written um, adventure, where yeah. you're not used to how it's supposed to go. So you're like, if you don't get on the train, the whole campaign's destroyed. But, yeah. But, yeah. but connecting that and prep, uh, if you don't... If, don't have a part in the game, don't have a scene in the game that wouldn't be in the movie adaptation. Don't yeah. waste... Time on things that aren't important, like that travel. Don't drive yes. Stop using oh, travel. Oh God! Yeah, and stop traveling. That's one of those things. A mechanic you ignore when you're not having fun. If you find yourself moving hex to hex and nobody gives a shit, because yeah. I mean, I've run, I've run games where people are really compelled by the oh, we're going place to place to place. Ooh, what's here? Ooh, we're spending yeah. food. That's fine. And if they're down with that, then really focus on that. If they're not, then say fuck it. Yeah, you got to pay attention to what they they want to do. Which yeah. they'll they'll probably do anyways. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if they're playing, if they're having a good time, they're probably going to do exactly what they're going to already want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let them do what they want to do. You need to master. I mean, move them around, but yeah. Right. You'll probably because you don't want them like yeah, just talking. Basically. I feel like the eternal. I feel like what makes GMing so hard is you have it is it is a very not hypocritical. What am I trying to say? You need to master the art of preparing extensively for a game and then also being able to throw all your notes out at a moment's notice. Yep. And it's it's contradictory. That's what I'm trying to say. Is being a GM yeah, is kind of go. inherently contradictory and that's a hard balance because it's like you again, you literally need to have all this stuff ready. All this stuff also needs to be you can ignore it. Yeah. yeah. But the more prep you do, even if here's the thing though, even if you have a ton of shit that you've thrown out you can always dig it out of the trash later. I wish what I had done for all my prep throughout all of my games forever was just keep a consistent series of notebooks so that if at one day something I prepared a long time ago ends up being like, oh, yeah, I remember I already made that, so I can just pull that out. Yeah, I still have my old, uh, old notebooks. Yeah, because yeah, I get every once in a while I get compelled to write, write a whole bunch of things. It's awesome. And I, I mean, I don't have any of that anymore. I mean, I, I write really schizophrenically, mm-hmm. so my notebooks are just whatever I'm thinking. 
Mm. So I, in the middle of them is going to be adventure, but it's going to be like thoughts. Uh, I think that's poetry, how you're supposed to do essays. it. Notebooks need to be an extension of your of your brain. Yeah. You know? So if you're just fucking, as long as it's on paper. That's the other thing. I did worry about how I should take notes and what notes I should take or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Whatever you are compelled in the moment to put on paper, get it on paper. That's all that matters because especially during a game, you're not going to regret the format you used. You're just going to regret not having it on paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I started doing for all my games, including Impossible um, Impossible Landscapes. I have, in UVG, I've been running Ultraviolet Grasslands as well, but I'll have the little legal pad, and I'll write down whatever I feel like I need during the session, and I'll put it in the manila folder I keep all of the character sheets in. So I And the notes are always going to end up being different or whatever. Because it's just like a cheap throwaway legal pad, I don't really care, but I will always have all of the notes from every session, yep. so I'm at least appraised. Yeah. You know. So I hope all that helps. That was a lot. Yeah. But I think that was all very relevant. I got to piss. Again. We're close. You got to piss again? Yeah, go do the next question. I'll, I'll come back. And oh, my God. Okay. I, I honestly am not sure but, whether either of us would be able to answer that. I think this is mainly a Casey question. What? In fact. What is it? So, oh, it's, okay. Ruminate it while you're pissing. But, I'm holding it really So hard. Ben asked us, if you had to elect a demon lord, a mayor of your local municipality, which one would you vote for and why? I, I don't know about any of the demon lords. Oh. You don't know about any of the demon lords. Well, I know about a You ran of them. out of the abyss and you don't know about <laughs> any of the demon lords. Yeah, I didn't really include them very much. <laughs> you didn't include the cornerstone of what the adventure is about. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> oh. I, uh, well, so what I, yeah, uh, this is kind of a tangent, but basically, when I was running out of the abyss and I wasn't reading as far ahead as I should, no. I was picturing. The ending in Menzo Baranzan to be like a big knockdown drag out brawl with all the demon lords. And maybe there'd be a checklist of here is all the demon lords who are present and what condition they are in, depending on what they did during the campaign. They did do some of that, but it wasn't that. It was like, oh, these demon lords are supposed to come up kind of naturally or however you wanted, like during the game. But mm -hmm. I, I, I intentionally kept a lot of it vague because I was expecting it to elaborate more at the end, and it never did. Because they did talk to Jubilex huh. a bit, they talked to Grazd a bit, you know, whatever. I mean, my answer to Ben's question is I'll just pick Grazd because I just want, you know, you just want Sodom and Gomorrah. I just want fucking uh, kinky sex despo. That's all I give a shit about. Mm. That'd be awesome. Debauchery. It's like uh, it's like some fucking, um, what are they called? The Dark Eldar. It's like that sort of thing. I don't know shit about Warhammer, but it's like it's like that stuff. It's like the sex elves. Yeah, yeah, that's well, cool. On that same line, I'll, I'll, I'd probably pick Malcontet. Yeah, I watched you Google that. You yep. didn't know who that was, Malcontet. You had no idea who that was until you looked it up yep. and you went to the Forgotten Realms wiki and you even looked at the pronunciation of the name because I know what's on there. I didn't. That that's not true at all. Look me in my eyes and tell me that's not fucking true. It's not true. Is it not? No. Also, what kind of name is Malcontet? Malcontech. Mal oh, the queen Mal of the succubi. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Malcontent? Yeah, probably. That's. Mal I mean, I know that's how you hear it. <clears throat> queen of the succubi. Oh, so grass, but a chick. Yeah, but also way less powerful, I believe. Okay. So things could be kind of chill, but there'd also be a ton of succubi. There'd also be a ton of sex. Yeah. It'd be so a ton of sex, it, but sometimes you can go out for a beer. It's not like an orgy that is eternal no exactly. matter what you feel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're, no. you're, you know, under... under People are dying daily, but, under, you know... 
under content or whatever her name is, <laughs> you're like, you know, you're 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 like having a nice bang and the smoking a cigarette. Under grass, blaster molds. Yeah. You're running around. You are still yeah. losing your soul. Yeah, I mean, yes, but that's already kind of a, a given. Yeah. Like I'm assuming by the premise of this question, we're far past that point. That that's yeah, not, pretty we much. can't go back. <laughs> I mean, we get a choice, so yeah. yeah. That's true. At least we get to pick which one. Yep. I guess that depends. Hey, you know, sex 301, grassed. Sex, you know, what'd you say? Like, you know, upper level, like 200s? Yeah. yeah. 200? Yeah, suck you by. I leveled up. You level, yeah. Well, you said advanced. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What demon lord? I don't, like any demon lord? Well, I guess it's the D&D demon lords, I, I believe is the answer. But, it's but I bet if Sophocles is still one of them, right? In the D&D? Yeah. What is he? Is he, it still, could, is it, he still dreams? Uh, he might be. I, I forgot. Don't I, don't I don't know like any demon lords outside of the ones even. Mephistopheles is hell though. He's a devil. Oh shit! We're talking about abyss. demon lords. Well, yeah. what about? Uh, I don't even know. What about? What about in your uh, in your own reading? How about that giant frog that just eats whatever shows up? <laughs> just don't show up there. Like a demon? that's a good point. Just don't get eight. That sounds like it's just a yokai. It's actually the demon lord that Bullywugs. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, you talked about that because you talked to me about that before I made my Neverwinter Nights character. Yeah, like stuck them up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, demons. I can't even think of any demons. I mean, they ghostly is. Don't you read like occult books all the time? Payman. Yeah, but like <laughs> Payman. Yeah, I haven't thought about demons in a while. The occult stuff I've been reading is like, uh, they're all more. I guess everything I've had is more general. Um, nothing about demons right now. Because, like, yeah, demons sometimes are, like, in Islamic sense, are, like, you can use them. You can just use them for things like, di- uh, um, not genies, but dis- genies. I forgot the Oh, de- jinns? Jinns, yeah. They yeah. use jinns for magical purposes. They're just way more cool about summoning demons. I mean, I was just listening to something yesterday. In, in- it was an interview by a guy who was talking about Islamic magic, but he didn't oh, like use magic cool. occultism. Is yep. that esoterica? Uh, this is uh Angela's symposium. Oh, okay, okay. She's a different. She's different. Uh, doctorate, and she That's was cool. she was interviewing a guy who does who's talking about Islamic occultism, and yeah, they say that the idea of magic. They say magic's hilarious because how we think of magic is like, you know, magic is is using something, but how they used it was, all right. So you have science that cures you, and you have denivation that cures you with 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 like denivation. It wasn't mm-hmm. different. That's why occult, occult science and magic was the same. Alchemy and all that was treated the same. Right. You used you are a cleric and you are a druid. It literally are the same thing. So they uh-huh. they're like, you know, there's always the hilarious ancient manuscripts of like uh, love spells, um, and mm-hmm. then there's yeah the Christian and Islamic. It was he was talking about like yeah the it it's like a lot more insulting to me and say it's magic because back then they didn't like they use a lot more talismans. Yeah. Like I read, his, he had a short little paper about um, uh, the pandemic and how in the worst places that were hit in like ancient uh, Islamic land was uh, <laughs> Islamic land. That's <laughs> uh, horrible. Uh, they, the more like occultism, you know, magic helped save us. And so they would, I think, I forgot like what, yeah, Christianity, like, I forgot what we What, what was the used. Jesus magic called again? Gnosticism? A- angel. Or? Well, it's angel magic, but uh, hell yeah. there's also uh, Enochism, which is like Jewish mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. But they were talking mm-hmm. about like in those places that were hit by diseases and famine, those had uh, the Islamic would have 
talismans instead. You'd have a talisman that would just have like a scripture uh, of of certain things, and it would just say like, yeah, like diseases go away or something. But they use talismans a lot. So interesting. Ancient how we view things is totally modern. It's so yeah. Like it, no. it's someone like walking up to you, like you know, like, if you know a Wiccan friend, and they walk up to you and just be like, yeah, here's a, you know, here's a crystal. This is supposed to help you. Is you know, at the time they'd be like, yeah, talismans are used you. a lot yeah. in Europe too. Yeah, it's like they can't. It's like we based because of our modern perspective, we can't even really like come to the same understanding because for I feel like in a lot of like modern like Christianity stuff it's like idols are bad like this shit's bad no no books are bad no no fancy magic art talismans or anything like that but I'm sure back then they were literally doing like they were Jesus talismans they had yeah. magic they used angels and then Islam, they used uh, yeah. jinns literally to just do what they needed because yeah. it wasn't science it was everything was all together if you were an ancient uh, alchemist scholar, you were studying, you were using science, math, and architecture with occultism. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't separate. There was no science we and had this, magic. Like, there was, yeah, we had this view. It's just yeah. like, I am doing something wrong. Also, there is science. Isn't science cool? And they're like, they literally fused them. They yeah. used mathematics like Plato earlier in the, uh, the packet. But Pythagoras, Pythagoras. He, Pythagoras, he fucking drowned one of his students. He ran like a cult, yeah, around they, like a triangle or whatever. And then in the uh, uh, yeah, the golden age of of the um, like Islamic kind of scholarly work was heavily based on Platonic and uh, Pythagor- can't say it right Pythagorean, Pythagorean science. Pythagorean, they're way more. Best that, he that's what he was talking about. It was like they're way more <laughs> Greek. There's so much because scholarly stuff is so Western focused. There is so much Persian and Arabic language occult books that we have not translated. Mm-hmm. Man, I think so was, much more into the Greeks than we ever did. So Will is is uh, he got accepted for a PhD program? Yeah, and he was yeah, talking yeah. about how they make all everyone who goes for a PhD in history like learn a language because there is so much shit that needs to get translated. They literally like can't afford. To have historians not know yeah. more than one, and that's language. what the thing I was yeah. listening to yesterday was saying the same thing, which is like, you know, that everything was on Western. Fo- There's basically like, there's the West, and then uh, the Islam uh, like influenced it. Not that like Islam basically is the West, is what he was yeah. saying. It is the Man. West. There, now, there's no separation. Now we want a fucking application for AI. That's where, I mean, literally, are we even if we had the resources and the people who knew how to translate that stuff, would we even have the time? Before all those like records disintegrate, I mean, we could digitize it. That's true. I, I imagine like, that's a currently ongoing problem. That has to be something that's happening right now. It's also just not enough people because Google was trying to um, just some guys copy with everything and we photocopier them. down in the bottom mm-hmm. of the Vatican. If we imagine one of being one of those monks, like here we are, like you said, ten years ago, Google was doing that, and because of copyright, we stopped them. Like they were going to archive everything. Yeah, they literally were going to libraries and taking everything they could, and we said no because of copyright. Man, we literally were doing that. That fucking that honestly kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah no, fuck it's, it's, copyright. Like law, obviously, dude. then their AI stupid. would have had all the knowledge. That's fine. Whatever. We're gonna. I Rocco's Basilisk. I'm already all for the Android, oh man. God. I'm all for Skynet, man. My, yeah, my shit. demon lord of the mayor is gonna be Rocco the Basilisk. Rocco the Basilisk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Oh, if because it'll be so sick to be it'll to be people tortured in like the most metal ways imaginable. I I really like the book. I have no mouth and I must scream so much that I'd like to live it. <laughs> that's oh. that's why I picked that as my demon. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a great book. I had a friend that was talking about. He read it recently too. The game is really good too, which is crazy. The game, yeah. So they have a point and click adventure game that greatly oh, yes, expands yes. it. Yes, because Har- Harlan of Ellison helped write the script and he also voices he expanded, he expanded the book yeah it's only 15 pages oh. so yeah which is crazy because it's like you know usually it's like oh it's a video game adaptation thing it's like no no, no. the writer wrote the script like yeah. it's still nice. all in the same you know kind of kind of thing I was reading a biography of Ellison and he said he got a job at Disney and then he, he talked about the Disney characters as weird sex pets or, <laughs> uh, weird, se- weird sex beings and then he fired that day that so fucking... He went to the break room and he was like, "Ho ho, Minnie my asshole!" <laughs> and Mini, then he was Mini fired that day. my ass. <laughs> he literally yeah. just got to his desk, had lunch, and was fired the same. That's day. fucking. Nice. That is the most Harlan Ellison thing. Oh my god! Yeah, he's he's such a uh, he's such an asshole. Really, yeah. Think about him. He's so fucking cool though. He he wa- he knows yeah. what he was like, to it to. A he point. also wrote what people consider to be the best episode of Star Trek. Which episode? The original series. It was um fucking. I didn't know he. Yeah, he was a TV writer for a while. Um, he wrote. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. But uh, the Gorn you, episode. Have you heard about how uh, Disney archives everything their artists draw? Like yeah. when if you draw something when you're employed by Disney, yeah, I've they heard, just, like, I don't really know corn and shit. I'm gonna believe it's true. He wrote uh, the 1967 Star Trek episode, "The City on the Edge of Forever." Yep. Okay, that's the one I thought it was. Yep, the last episode of the first season, "The Gate," or the right. the one before the last you episode, like the time travel episode. It is a time Oh, we saw episode. one. It was a it was a rom com. Yeah, that, that yeah. newest Kirk one. Kirk had a rom com with somebody. Uh, the episode wide received widespread critical acclaim and has been frequently stated to be the best episode of the entire Star Trek franchise. It won several awards, including Writers Guild of America Award, Best Episodic Drama on Television, and the Hugo Award. Oh, wow! Why was it good? It's just good. You remember good, it? Good episode. Just good. Yeah, man, so good. What was special about it? Man, Harlan Ellison died in 2018. I would Holy have loved. Crap. I would have loved to know what he would have thought about like everything that's going. He died on in 2018. Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize wow. he lived that long. Yeah. How old is he? He uh, died 84. Damn. What did he die from? Typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, old age. Uh, I want him as the mayor. You want him as the mayor? He a, uh, died in his sleep. He had a heart attack in 1994, and he had quadruple coronary artery bypass surgery, so he probably was probably a heart. Oh, he had a stroke in 2014, too. This sounds like he had a lot of heart stuff going on, so probably, it's probably that. I don't know if he did much drugs. I don't. I mean, he at least smoked at the time. Oh, yeah. I bet he at least smoked. Isn't it funny how, like, fucking everyone who, like, ate sticks of butter and smoked are dying at, like, 90 Really makes you think. Anyway, we should stop the episode there. <laughs> was, that the was that the last question? That's the last question. Yeah, we did it. Thank you, Red, for the last episode. Thank you, Swai, for the two questions. Thank you, Ben, for the for the last question that ended up. These prompts went in a lot of different what directions. What you guys decide? For on what? Gra- grazed. You want grazed? Anything that involves horrible depraved sex for a long period of time. And you said the Malcontest. Yep. Malcontest. Yeah. Is Jubilex a demon? Yeah. I'd have fun. I'd use. You just want to be slime. You want to be a shroom? You just want uh, to be Nick, Nick, Nickelodeon? You want to yeah. be ga- Nickelodeon gacked? 
It just sounds like he doesn't really do much. He's just in the background. He does kind of not really do much. I love the idea of your it, of the only thing that changes you're just going around your daily life, but every once in a while you just slimed us down. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, you yeah, know that's like, like I'm slimed. Ooh. Oh, I got slimed. He did oh, it again. I'm slimed. Dress, dress code goes down. Everyone's like, no one bother wearing a suit. You're just gonna get slimed. <laughs> just gonna get yeah, slimed. Yeah, like why burn <laughs> off your skin? Yeah, just go, just just go to fucking work in like a fucking raincoat. Sounds like a paradise. Yeah, a paradise, <laughs> utopia, paradise, free lube. I think it's acidic, isn't it? Depends. It's all oozes. So that's that's part of the fun. Is the gamble? Is there oozes the risk, that are actually the are just lubrication? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there? What? There's like carnivorous oozes, which most of them are really, but there's some that just have like pieces of meat in them. That feeling. these are ones that are just really slippery. <laughs> 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 like they're dangerous because they're just so slippery. That feeling when you're trying to go down on your on your girl, but the only lube available is the gelatinous cube quivering to the next of the bed. Next to the bed. Why is it quivering? That, no, that'd be an amazing oh, creature. Excited. Oh god! <laughs> he, just, blue he just gave it away. That's an amazing creature. You just you know, open up. There's oozes. They're like, oh, we're gonna have to, don't don't hit him with swords. And no matter how you hit him, it just all they do is make you do reflex saves. You just oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you hit it, explodes, and now you're all lubed up. Yeah. <laughs> And so the entire room is lubed, and uh, yeah, you killed it, which didn't do. It wasn't hurting you. No, you now it's it. more lube. And now you're that lube. It also doesn't dry. Yeah. So the and then you hour, have that same room once all the oozes are destroyed. Immediately become a slide and a slam. Wah! And you're just going the speed. You're going the. You're accelerating. Quick. Yep. Uh, to another uh, ooze. That's. Yep. And that's then that a, goes right into a bad dragon. All right. Nope. Oh.